Hey, this is Joe from Nerdcaster, and this is the first of two episodes coming out this week. This episode is about the controversy surrounding Captain Marvel. No spoilers ahead. Hey guys, welcome back to Nerdcaster, and it's early, early morning, and I haven't had coffee yet, so I'm pretty sure this episode is going to be a lot of me screwing up. But joining me on this very special occasion in this early morning is my good friend, Ren. Why are you laughing already, buddy? Because I'm the only asshole that would be up this early in the morning to record an episode with you. Is it this early, or is it this late? It all depends on, is it the early edition or the late edition? It's what we do on my show. No more days. It's an early edition or a late edition. It's all a matter of perspective. I have no idea what what you just said. It's okay. You can go listen back and it'll all make sense at some point. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. I don't know. I don't really ever listen back to my own show. No. Because I listen to it enough in I don't listen to my show in post. (laughs) Cut end, cut beginning, post. It's a live show. What am I going to edit? So, speaking of your show, you can find Ren on the 8-Bit Bro Show, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes, sir. At 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Um, Eastern Time. Visit their website at 8bitbros.us, and you can listen to the... 251 episodes. 251 episodes, but if you missed the live show, you can always go back and listen to the recorded version. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they want to do that? I don't know, because maybe they work nights or something and they can't listen. Okay. Yeah. Good marketing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, and you're just fighting me on your own shit. Because you got me up at fucking 5.30 in the morning to do this shit. Well, we need to test the new mics. I was excited. I couldn't wait till 7.30. Uh, the sun ain't even fucking up yet. The sun? Yes. You know the big orange thing in the sky? I totally thought of that as a little micro child being. Yeah. <laughs> That's still asleep too and will be for another five and a half hours. <laughs> but anyway. You are actually further than I am along in the Arrow Universe shows and, and the DC Universe shows and everything else. For I, once. I know. For once. I know. And I'm the one who moved. Yeah, well, I helped you move. That's my excuse. <laughs> okay. So... How are you feeling about the way, since the last time we talked, it was, uh, again, an hour, arrow, arrow Arrowverse episode. Arrowverse. Um, no. <laughs> Did your thoughts change on these shows since then? Remain the same? Or you think you're liking them better? Honestly, I think I pretty much almost checked out of all of them. I'm right there with you, man. I'm... I, I mean, I watch them each week because it's what I do, and I go through my list of all my shows that I watch each week, and and it when I hit CW, I start, and I watch my Supergirl, and then I watch Arrow, and then I watch Flash, and then I'm like, all right. I've never really been on the Flash bandwagon. I have tons of people, coworkers, other friends that are like, Flash is the best superhero show on TV, and I just look at it, and I'm like, are you, are, you watching, are you watching the same thing I'm watching, or did you fuck up time? 
because this is not a good program. I mean, it, it, for what it is, it's always been a bit campy. It's always been a bit um, trying to bring the softer side of the superhero universe, I guess is how you want to roll with it, because of the love stories that they have in there and all that. Uh, it's You don't kill. It's boring. I don't mind the not killing thing. Uh, it's boring. What I mind... Because it's just like, oh, run, Barry, run, run faster. You can do anything if you run faster. Yeah. And I was really hoping he was going to kill somebody and take this show and turn it on its head and make it dark. The, the Flash doesn't do that, though. That's not him. That's not the character. Don't but... care. I want them to change it. It's not canon anyway. Why do you have to stick with it? All right. My issue, though... Speaking of, of the Flash, A is Nora. That hasn't changed for me. But the problem with Barry is, and actually a uh, a friend of yours brought it to my attention. friend of both of ours. Yes. Uh, Mike, he said that, you know, Barry relies way too much on his team. And I'm like, you know what? That's a damn good point. And Truth. thinking about that even more, I can't stand Barry now. Like, he just blew my mind. Like, I hate. Barry. I like the rest of the team more than I like Barry. The only one that I really care to watch in that show, and, I, and I'm not, I mean, Cisco wants to leave the show. Uh, Daniel Panabaker. Uh, uh, Valdez, or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Marco Valdez, or yeah, whatever his Ma- name is. Marco Polo. Um, yeah, I mean, he wants to leave. I, I get that. And I get the arguments on both sides of that of, well, you're a nobody, bro. What, do you, what pastures are you going to go do? Yeah. Where, where are you going to move to, you know? Uh, maybe he has nothing. Carlos Carlos Valdez. Yeah, maybe he has nothing, but he needs to try. I mean, he can go out and try to do something else. If he's putting all his time in Flash, he's going to get typecasted as this smart, nerdy scientist role, and that's all he's going to ever get. I think he's way better than that. I think he could do something else. I don't think he's going to be like the next Brad Pitt or... Tom Cruise or, or no, Christian he, he Bale doesn't, or he doesn't have that persona of, you know, the height versus, you know, he, he's got the, he, he's going to be typecast in, I, I really hate to see it, but um, ethnic roles. That's, yeah. You know, he's going to be typecast in some role where, hey, we need someone of Spanish descent to fill this role, hey, you know, Carlos, why don't you come in here and give us your best Mexican or your best Spaniard or your best, you know... Insert. Insert stereotype of yeah. someone of Spanish descent here. I, I, I don't... He, he's not... Uh, he's not... What is, what is that? Oh, wasp. White Anglo-Saxon person. Well, you know, I never heard that before. Yeah, well, it's white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, but whatever. I mean, and he's really been in nothing. Everything that's on here is Arrow, Flash, Vixen, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, uh, Freedom, uh, Freedom Fighters, The Ray, which is another one, web series, uh, Tom and Grant, a short movie, and Knives Out as David, which is currently filming and due out this year. Oh, maybe that's what he's relying on. I mean, that's his entire filmography, and he has been active since 2014. Well, there was also rumors about And he's killer. 29 years old. Oh, I didn't know he was that old. He looks a lot younger. And uh, there was talk about Danielle Panabaker leaving as well. Yeah, but she has she has the whole... She has Disney behind her. Not only ha- does she have Disney behind her, she has... She has Disney behind her. That's all she, anybody needs to know about Danielle Panabaker. What? what she was about... also in Friday the 13th. I can name other movies she was in. But she'll always be the girl from the Disney 
movie, um, what was it, Sky High or Shark Boy and Lava Girl, one of those B-rated DCOM movies. Um, oh, she's done a lot. nothing, absolutely nothing since she's been on the CW. Exactly. And, and I her think, last movie was 2015. And you know what I think is going to start all of this movement? The fact that Stephen Amell is leaving Arrow. I think he just feels that it's run its course and there's nothing left to do. He has a young child. He's constantly in British Columbia filming, away from his family. I, I, I can't... I can't fault him for doing it. I mean, and there's so many other things that he could potentially do in the world. I mean, he's very involved with WWE. He's very involved in so many other smaller organizations that I kind of get it. I mean, seven years of playing the same superhero over time. I mean, what are you really netting yourself out with at the end of it? I mean, he probably feels he's typecasting himself now as he's only ever... I mean, look at what happened to Tom Welling after doing Smallville for 10 years. I don't know who that Tom, is. Tom Welling was Clark Kent in Smallville. He has oh, done literally him. almost nothing because he's always been typecast as Superman. Well, well, whatever. But I think with him leaving, is it going to cause what I was saying—the domino effect? Is that going to cause now Carlos Valdez to to leave Flash? Is that going to cause Danielle Panabaker to leave Flash? And then are we going to get a new set of Arrowverse shows? Like now, you got Batwoman coming in. You got Black Lightning that really hasn't had too much of an impact. You yeah, but that's not considered Arrowverse. Black Lightning. Ah, it is though. Is it really? Yes, it is. Because I was just reading an article on Google News the other day where it says Arrow versus Black Lightning. Uh, like, I don't know if that. I am pretty sure that's got to be a a typo or yeah. somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna fact check that. Right Good, now. you do that. But that's why people have the internet. They can fact check me and yell at me anytime at our website at www.nerdcaster.com. Or hit us up on any of our social media. I mean, I watched season one of the show, and it wasn't terrible, but... I don't know. I didn't... I mean, the character in Young Justice, I think, is pretty good. Um, But that show on CW, I didn't like at all. But that's another show you haven't seen is the Young Justice show. And it's it's crazy how that that show evolved. DC character of the same name, created, that says nothing about Arrowverse. He's, He's in the Arrowverse. He has to be. Regardless if that says it or not, I'm I'm saying he's in the Arrowverse. And if he's not, they could easily move him into it. Because with Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever this new crossover is going to be next year. It's going to be the quote-unquote Infinity Wars of the television version of Arrowverse superheroes. Yeah. But he could bring Black Lightning into it at that point. Well, what other verses are there? I mean, we, we talked about Arrowverse. Arrowverse. Is there, like, another verse we could bring in here <laughs> that's... A totally different... I mean, Gotham has its own universe. I don't know what they call it. And then you have the DC Universe on the DC Universe streaming station. I mean, Doom Patrol, Titans. I'm convinced or partially convinced. There's some things now that make me rethink it. That Young Justice might have even been part of that live action stuff. um, Due to some storylines, some crossovers and... Some things that look really the same between shows that happened or shown in Young Justice. I don't know if it actually is part of it. But I mean, at least Doom Patrol and Titans are. And now you have Swamp Thing coming out, and that's going to be part of that universe as well. So they're building it. 
I'm a big fan of the DC Universe, and since uh, you bought it up and talked about other universes, what do you think of Robot Man, dude? Brandon Fraser as Robot he's Man awesome. in Doom Patrol. That character, <coughs> in the first two episodes, I was like, ah, he's pretty funny, cute, whatever. That third episode, where they go to fucktopia, and every other word out of his mouth... And every other word out of his mouth is like, ah, oh, fucking Christ, or fuck a duck, or this fucking blows. It's, it's how somebody talks in real life. This entire Doom Patrol show, like, we, we sat here and... I, I, Pretty sure last time I was on, we, we raved about how good Titans was, and it was literally the best superhero show on any platform at any point in time when that was airing. This show here is pretty much, I say, whoever DC is hired to do their writing for these shows is totally on point. Like, each one of these shows, while they're completely different, and you got a little taste of who Doom Patrol was in uh, Titans. Titans. What they've done now with creating this, I mean, and granted, you know, the, the first two episodes is a lot of character development. Like, you find out how Robot Man became Robot Man. You find out how... Larry. Who? Larry Trainer. Larry Trainer. The, yeah. the pilot. Bandage Man. Yeah, yeah pilot. <laughs> yeah, you find, you find out about him. The, the the one character that I I I haven't really latched onto yet is the uh, the chick who's the actor from the Rita 19th. Farr. Yeah, she she hasn't really done a whole lot for me yet. She her whininess has a tendency to grate on me, and her self loathing and you know she I get it. That's she, she, yeah. she's bougie. She's an old school uh, she has Hollywood a, diva from like the, what is it? 1950s. 40s, 50s, 40s, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I get her character. I think, yeah, I think she's the anchor of the show. Like the things that hold back. Like she's, she's the person that held Cyborg back from continuing on the mission when Crazy Jane and Robot Man and, and Larry left. No, when Crazy Jane all of a sudden just teleported them <laughs> and they're like, you could have done this the whole time. She's like, I don't know. She's got 64 different personalities. It's like 180, isn't it? Is it? Is that what it is? I know. It's some stupid number. Like that. We've seen like eight. That's a... And you know what's crazy? While I love that character, I think she's one of the best, if not the best in the show. Her character kind of has the writing of, well, if anything's broke, we could fix it with a different one of her personalities. Diane Guerrero. So it's kind of, kind of shitty. You know, like they... The same thing with the, the Flash universe, though. It's where, like, oh, shit, the writers are in trouble. Crazy Jane just has another personality that can do some other superhero thing to get him out of it. Holy shit, she's on another show that's been going for six years, five years right now. Oh, okay. She's a recurring role on Jane the Virgin. Oh. On CW. I, I don't watch that show. But Neither do I, but I was like, she looks familiar. That would, be, that would be fucking dope if they could cross the hourverse over with this and make one huge universe. And if they do it with Christ, Son, and Finn and Earth, that'd be fucking insane. They'll never do it. I know, but it would be so awesome. They would never DC do should it. jump at the, the fucking hip to do that, because now if people see them on the CW, a show millions of people watch, get, get more fucking people to sign up for your dumb streaming service. I pay for it. But I love I love it. Honestly, dude, out of all the streaming services, that's probably my favorite, even though there's not much DC, content. On but it. you're a DC guy. 
but the shows are ridiculously good and if they keep building on it it is worth the money i think it titans alone made it worth spending the what is it five bucks six bucks it's, it's not much 7.99 or 8.99 yeah, I think that's what whatever it is. I think it's eight bucks yeah you know and i mean you got four four quality hours in the first three months so well two dollars a show i mean you could go to itunes and rent a tv show for three dollars so i mean if you're spending two dollars a show for just the one show now picture someone who jumped in like say now for doom patrol and now they have all that titan content and like what was i missing like this show is literally off the hook you know I agree. I don't want to say it's the best streaming service. I think they need to really push forward on the content generation. So let me let me pull back. They have the potential to be one of the best streaming services if they keep up what they're doing. I think they also need to bring in not just superhero shit, though. That's where I was going to go. The, the only thing that will hold them back is it's very much strictly a... It, it only appeals to a certain individual. Yeah, it, it's, it's not it's like a, a Netflix. It's yeah, that's what. Thank you, niche market. It's <laughs> not like Netflix where you can go watch whatever your heart desires. They have horror, comedy, TV, film, super superhero, horror, name it. I mean, everything's there that you could possibly want to imagine. I just the writing on these shows are on point, and DC fails on that when it comes to movies. Because so, they try and go big or go home, because they're trying to play in the same playground or they're trying to figure out how they can pull off what marvel pulled off in ha less than half the time which is never going well, to work. not in less than half the time just to make themselves competitive yeah they need to start from scratch and not even try to be competitive if we're if you're gonna do it do it right but, ha but how movies. can they do that at this point like they everyone anybody who is going to go watch those movies is, unless you're a parent with a little kid who all of a sudden fell in love with Superman and you and a new Superman movie came out no one is like you every I haven't seen Aquaman yet all yeah, based no. upon the fact of everything that I knew from when it came out yeah no interest in going and paying my $21 or 40 bucks at the movie theater once you get snacks and all that crap to go see a movie that all of my friends pretty much sat there and panned minus one Mike. He's <laughs> yeah. like, this movie was off the hook. Yeah. And I had a choice to go see that, or Bumblebee and Transformers for me will always win out. Yeah, that'll never win out. Uh, I, I don't like to... Aquaman is a different breed of movie for DC, and I feel like now looking at what Shazam is going to be, they went more for a campier-type Flash-esque... Maybe not as lighthearted as Flash, but it's it's. It has I think this, I think I think Shazam is going to be way more lighthearted. That's going to be that's going to be on the the same level as what was that Will Smith superhero movie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't like Will Smith movies too much. You don't either. like Will Smith movies? No, like what? Men in Black. That's about the only one. What else? Independence Day? I hate that movie. I actually, yes, tweet me whatever. I do not like that movie at all. The first time I watched it, I'm like, yes, this is pretty cool. It has no rewatchability, period. Oh, 
You're out of your mind. That I, just, movie, I watched ah. that movie a bazillion times. I saw that movie on Independence Day, right at a point in time when we were like, our shit's going to get blown the fuck up. Yeah, I saw it when it first came out, too. I just don't like it. I don't like that movie. I don't like Wild Wild West. I don't like, uh, what is it, Bad Boys? He's in Legend the... of Bagger Vance? Yeah, no. Ali? He played Ali? No. Bad Boys? I don't like boxing. Pitch? I don't like Bad Boys. No. Hancock. None of That's these. the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah, none of these. None of these are good. Sorry. Bright. Bright was a good movie. You know what he was really good in? Bright. Actually, there is one thing he was really good in. I don't know how this slipped my mind. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. How about Suicide Squad? No. That movie it altogether got ruined. By, by Will Smith? Not by Will Smith. Um, actually, his dead shot, I didn't think he did a bad job. Uh, the movie was good up until a point. And then, I don't know what happens, but happened, but it looked like somebody just took a shit all over canvas. It's like, I don't, the canvas was clean, Wait, it what, was working. What, when they all decided to get into their full costume to go play their part? No. It happened when they decided, or the, to, to avoid an R rating, they couldn't shoot human beings. They couldn't show human beings getting shot with blood or how violent it was. So they turned these things into giant black blob monsters. They literally just CGI'd over like the the soldiers or, or the police officers that they were shooting, and I'm like, is this really this? Now it just sucks, and it turned into like this whole alien um, storyline thing or whatever. I it was just bad, dude. It, you have I, things against aliens. I do actually. I'm not a big fan of anything to do with. He was very good in I Am Legend. I'm just. Saying. No, I've never seen that because it has Will Smith in it. Also, uh, he will be in Aladdin this year. Uh, yes, he will, and that looks to be terrible, but I'm going to throw money at Disney like I do every time to go see it. <laughs> and you're going to come back, and we will sit down, and I want you to talk. I will interview you. I will write out a list of 20 questions for that one. Yeah, that's fine. It's going to be terrible. Did you see the trailer where it looks like they just no. pasted his face onto a giant blue blob? No. CGI is terrible. Did you see Bright on Netflix, the first movie Netflix ever created? Well, I don't think so. It doesn't sound it's familiar. Why is he in that? He's the lead actor in it. Oh, well. It's a very, it's a very well done movie. Probably won't watch it. Oh, well. There's other ways I can arrange to make that happen. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll figure something out. I always do. <laughs> but that being said, there is one other thing that you're. I think you're the only other one who really knows about it, and that's the Captain Marvel controversy that's going on right now. Ah, uh, yes, Brie Larson speaking her mind. So. She wrote, or was quoted in, what is it, Marie Claire magazine, a magazine I've never heard of, I guess it's Marie famous. Claire is... Uh, it's a chick magazine, I'm sure. It is a... Fashion magazine? Yeah, but a high-end fashion magazine. It's not like your, your Better Homes and Gardens, it's Marie Claire. I guess. It's like, up, like, like anybody can see me. Like, you have <laughs> the middle of the road here, I'm like in the middle of my nose right now. Yeah. And then it's, like, above your head. That's, like, Marie Claire. Okay. So some bougie-ass magazine. Yes. For rich people. Or women that want to feel... Like, like they're rich. Grew rich. Right? Okay. So she goes into this interview and says uh, how the, the majority of the reviewers and critics and, and shit that go to see movies are predominantly white male. And I'm paraphrasing her quote. And this sent off a, a tizzy... Because she wants to be more inclusive of minority races and women and, and other genders and everything else. I think the outrage over this 
is completely childish. I am a white male. I don't see a problem with her wanting to include other people if they want to be included. Nowhere does she say she hates white males reviewing or being a critic of her shit. Am I wrong here? Yeah. You you read some stuff on this. I, I read some of this, yeah. So what, where does this crazy fucking idea come from? Well, because how people write articles these days and how they they title their articles and how they title things, they put three things in there, three words in there that automatically are going to spark some kind of controversy. Inclusive. Clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. White. Male. <laughs> sounds like this, this sounds like a new movie. Inclusive white male. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Yeah. Starring Brie Larson. <laughs> this movie has not been rated yet. Please put your kids in the closet because it probably will be rated something really shitty. <laughs> Starring Brie Larson. Starring Brie Larson. <laughs> as I don't give a fuck. As a white male. <laughs> as a white male. <laughs> uh, so this whole thing is is literally. It's, it's anything and everything. It's, it, this is, uh, I, I could get so, I could go off on such a tirade right now. No, no there's no point. It. There's no point because no one really cares. And, and the, the, at the end of the day, this country that we live in now will jump on anything for somebody just to have a dissenting opinion. I mean, I don't do politics. You, you've known me for, what, seven, eight years now? Mm-hmm. I don't do politics. Yeah. I didn't even know the government reopened a month ago until someone told me a week later that the government opened. I'm... That's how much I don't do political news. I don't get involved. I, when it comes time to vote, I do the right thing. I do my research, but it's mine. I'm a, it, I believe politics is private. Politics is your own personal thing. No one's ever going to agree or see the eye to eye on political views. That's just life. But this country, how I mean, you can't get away from it. I mean, you got the Democratic Party that almost two years later is still butthurt that Donald Trump is president and people are offing themselves because they just can't deal. I mean, it's like social yeah. media and the Internet in this regard has really done the world a disservice. We're going to go on a, a big, big tangent. You know, I, I just, I, I can't deal with taking little excerpts of things and blowing them up into something to be huge just so you can open your mouth and have drivel fall out of it. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's something that, why? So what? She said it. She has a platform to say something. She wants to be inclusive. Who did she give the interview to? Oh, the person she happened to give that interview to is disabled. Mm-hmm. But nowhere in any of this does it say that she's trying to be inclusive of all people, whether you're disabled, black, white, purple, yellow, green, polka dotted. It doesn't matter. She just wants to be inclusive. inclusive. Of everybody. Of everybody. Not just, quote unquote, the white male who is generally the people who go and watch superhero movies. Unless it's Black Panther, then you opened it up to a whole other sect of people who really didn't care before that. Yeah, but where was I going with that? I totally I had no something. Idea. I totally had something. And, and then, you, the... then you did things. But that's just it. The the whole social media thing and going not going back to your politics thing. Nobody's ever going to see idea. I I agree to you. I'm right there with you. I don't talk politics either. But no point. she 
has the, the, the platform to stand on now with being Captain Marvel to say something where people are going to listen. Before this, what was she in? Name three movies she was in without looking it up. Yep, crickets. Exactly. Not many people can name three movies that, that she was in. I can name Scott Pilgrim. That's about it. I mean, but it's Brie Larson. I mean, the name. Everybody hear, hears the name. Legally Blonde? No, no, that's uh, Alicia Silverstone. No, that's Renee. No, that's Renee Zellweger. No, that's Reese Witherspoon. Can... Reese Witherspoon. That's who that is. Uh, but, yes, she, that's where I was going. She gives the interview to, to a disabled woman who says that nowhere in her career would she have ever been given that opportunity if it wasn't for Brie Larson giving it to her. Right. So, and I'm but trying again, to... again, a lot of this, too, is is the... is yeah. based upon people, how people write headlines, clickbait. You, yes. I mean, you, you, you literally said, you put it all right there. But that's, that's my problem with social media and the way news is being broadcasted to people today in this country. And I don't mean to go on a tirade back to, to your, your whole political thing, but it's getting out of hand. It's getting ridiculously out of hand with people just being allowed to say whatever they say and the uh, American, the general American person taking it as fact without doing any follow-up research. If it's on the internet, it must be true, is pretty much the idiocracy that is going on now. Um, and I see it every day. And it's like when I tell somebody, like, I don't think that's true, and then I got to go and do research and find sources to say why it's not, and they go, oh, well, my friend Steve said this on, on, on Facebook, so it must be true. It's like, well, well, that's the, I mean, you and I have been running that joke forever, and I run it with half the circle of friends I run with. Oh, did it happen on Facebook? Then it must be true. Yeah. Because uh, that's how this, I should say, how our generation of people consume majority of their shit is it's, Facebook. It's, it's crazy. I started watching news from other countries to find out what's going on in this country. I have friends that they only watch Al Jazeera. Yeah. Al Jazeera, B BBC isn't even that great anymore. But well, BBC is... Owned by, well, I don't want to say they're owned by, yeah. but BBC is in bed with enough other major conglomerates that, and, and that's another reason why I don't watch news, because the news that you're being given is what they want you to... To think, yeah. It's, it's, is the news you're being given is the news they want you to have. They don't want you to, it's not like when I grew up in the 70s and 80s where it was like you had the evening news that every family sat around their dinner table or after dinner... And watch the evening news, or that's what your parents did. It was like, and that was how the news was that day. And granted, it was probably even worse back then because then they really could only give you what you wanted to hear. A great movie that, uh, I mean, it played a lot of satire on it, but Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Williams. If you actually look at the underlying theme of that entire fucking movie, even though it was a quote-unquote comedy, was how fucked up the news that you were actually getting about what happened in Vietnam was happening. You want to know it's crazy? I never saw that movie. Oh, my God. Uh, you you and uh, Justin here have the same thing, huh? You, oh, I haven't seen movies God. and you get disappointed in me. But I'm not disappointed. I just, <laughs> it, the list of movies you haven't watched that you should watch are just... It's growing? <laughs> I'm at like 13. Yeah, well. Oh, well. I'll get around to it someday. <sighs> but then the movies I do watch, nobody has ever seen or heard of. So Why can't I get a filmography on that? I don't know. Because she hasn't been in very many things. 
but that's the problem I have. Like the outrage at this cause and people boycotting the new Captain Marvel movie because of it. No just... one's gonna boycott this movie. Come on, man. Dude, there's a group boycotting it. Uh, okay, and there's a group. There's probably that's... there's and probably it... three people in said group, but <laughs> really, this movie. Yeah, what does it cost them to make? Probably. $100 million? Who knows? It doesn't matter. They already beat it tenfold, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. And it's only been and out early for like num- and hours. Uh, it came out hours a couple ago. days ago. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, no way. No way? Well, no one is going to not uh, not go watch this. I already... There's, there's pre- a movie... I have already pre-bought my tickets to take my kid. I bought them the first day that I could go out and buy tickets so I could pick my fucking seats. That's what I did, too. But there's that whole, did you hear about the Alita Battle Angel versus Captain Marvel? Uh, yeah, thing? I heard yeah, yeah, Alita Battle yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? I'll go see that movie too because it looks interesting and I like Rob Rodriguez. But I'm not going to watch one over the other just because of this whole thing. Wow, bro. You are totally, completely right. What? Name three movies Brie Larson was in. Yeah. I mean, Scott Pilgrim's the only one I can do. And, Grant, and that was in 2010. And she... she she had a kind of a minor role in it. She wasn't a main character, but um, it was good. None movie. of these movies have I ever heard of or seen. Are they a lot of independent Kung movies? Skull Island. There's a big one. Oh, she was in that. Guess what? Never saw that one either. Mason Weaver wasn't apparently wasn't a main role because it's not tagged as such. Uh, yeah. Well, so. We can both sit here and agree that this whole Brie Larson thing was taken out of context. And it's legitimately journalism at its smarmiest. Oh, without a doubt. That's when I read that, I thought it was in, in insane. Like I, I legit got mad at my desk at work when I'm like, "Are people really blowing this little tiny thing out of proportion and trying you to throw her... Brie Larson under the bus for something uh, uh, she uh, said?" All right, all right. This hold is on. Ridiculous. All right, so not to get political or anything of that nature, but. You have a whole entire world made of men and women, right? Yeah. And what has been happening to the man, the men of the world, for the past two years? The Me Too movement. This dude is a douchebag and did this. This dude is a womanizer and did this. All of a sudden you have a headline that rolls across that has woman's name, not white man, inclusive. Now all the other men in the world are like... We're going to have our movement now. And that's, it's always been tit for tat. And the biggest thing that I attributed all this to is the whole PCism that came about in the mid-90s that has just snowballed into this entire mess mess of shit that we all deal with every day. You can't talk to your kid that way. That's child abuse. Say what? It's getting... son. It's, and he fucked up, and I'm going to talk to him so he understands he fucked up. No, you can't do that. Okay. Major League Baseball, I know you're not a sports guy. Major League Baseball was made to change the disabled list. You can no longer call it that. It's ableist language. It's what? Ableist language. That's a thing? Oh, that's a huge thing now. Entire state of Texas. You cannot say retarded. You cannot say disabled. You cannot say anything that would be derogatory against anybody who has a disability. This this is a real thing. This is a real thing. I mean, I know those words are not good words to say, and I'm using air quotes here or whatever, 
But I didn't know it's it actually had like a title. Ableist language. Look it up. Read about it. You will be. You're, you will sit here and literally you will put your hands on your head. Go. What? The fuck? It's... So Major League Baseball had to change it. You can no longer call it the disabled list. What's it called? It's called the injured list now. It's the IL, not the DL. Because of political correctness. Are they... And And it's been called the disabled list for... Since the 20s when baseball was invented? I don't don't know. The creation of the fucking sport. Uh, I I mean, you see where... Okay, so we digress. We've really gone off the rails here. Well, that's fine. That's... Kind of the way I try to run the show. We do whatever, whatever we. we hey do. man, you 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 brought a very somewhat opinionated fucktard in here today. So <laughs> not to mention you got me up at four thirty in the morning. Well, you were up anyway. So you say. Well, you answered me back, so you were obviously up. It woke me up, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But getting back to this, I, I don't see how this movie is going to lose any money on this at all. And I, don't, I don't see how Alita Battle Angel is going to make any more money. Because that was out for a few weeks now. Uh, Did Alita Battle Angel already come out? Yeah, it came out, I think, around Valentine's Day. So that was a few weeks ago. Have they dropped any numbers on that yet? Probably. And while I haven't seen Alita Battle Angel, I do plan to see it, whether that's paying for it when it comes onto iTunes or I can actually get my ass to a theater and see it or it's on a flight when I'm going somewhere, I will watch this movie. I will pay to watch this movie. Um, it, it is very interesting to me. And I, again, I like Robert Rodriguez ever since, you know, Spy Kids. Spy Kids was a great movie. Um, Dust Till Dawn. It's, it's done. As of March 7, 2019, Alita Battle Angel has grossed $75.1 million in the U.S. Yeah. and Canada. Two hundred eighty-five point six million everywhere else. See? So it's not hurting for money either. It did, it did well. I don't know why people are... But again, like pinning the two movies against each other is just wrong as well. It's a, what's a movie that's somewhat similar that you could latch on and make a half-ass-backwards correlation to to go watch instead of this? Oh, you like Captain Marvel? Go watch Elite Battle Angel. Yeah. The title, the title sounds like it'll work. So the other controversy thing here with the Brie Larson thing is the whole... Is Captain Marvel a feminism type movie? And like, I'm a powerful woman, I hate the white male. Is that where this is stemming from? Is that what this movie is about? I don't know. I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> haven't seen I don't it yet. Know. So, um, and I'm not going to go into this movie with any kind of uh, political bias undertones on my brain. I'm going to go into this movie the same way I watch every movie. Does the story talk to me? Does it make sense? Was it entertaining? Did I enjoy it? That's it. Did I feel it was too long? Did, could they have cut some fluff well, out? Or did they not explain something enough and it could have been three minutes longer just to get that drive that point home? I, I mean, that's how I'm going to look at this movie. That's the that's funny thing about this movie compared to other Marvel movies. I think this is on the shorter end. I think it's, it, I know it's only two hours long, period. Uh, I, think it's an Thor, hour, I think Thor is the shortest. Shortest? Because this movie is only an hour and 59 minutes. Oh. I looked up the running time while I was laying awake not being able to sleep this morning. Waiting for me to reply back to yeah. do this texting. But at, at two hours, I don't think this movie is going to have a dull moment. I don't think there's going to be a part where you're like, oh, well, the only thing that you speed this up? The only thing that concerns me is, is when you're talking about a movie of this nature and knowing how Marvel does things, where 
the character development aspect of this. Like, this is an quote-unquote origin story. It might not be. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But it's a origin story. Yep. And every other origin story they've done, I mean, how long was uh, Captain America's origin? Uh, Captain America 1, I mean, how long was that? Cap- I, I don't know. I don't. That came out so long ago, dude, I don't have a, a clue. But And the very first... Uh... Very first Iron Avengers Man. movie? Oh. I mean, that's, well, that's... You know, how long were these origin stories? You know, I mean... It's a good point, but... Okay, I, uh, no, it's right on par. Which the, one? The Athens? Captain America, the first Avenger? Uh-huh. 124 minutes. Two hours, four minutes. Okay, so yeah, so I guess they are right about two hours. You know, so I guess... I, I think it's the Avenger movies that are... Ridiculous long? Like, yeah. Titanic long? Uh, but, yes, going in this movie, this is not going to stop me from seeing it. Obviously not going to stop you from seeing it. Um... Marvel has done such a great job with movies, you'd be dumb not to go see it. And I don't know, man. I just think it's it's crazy on how we got to taking a simple one-sentence quote from Brie Larson out of context yep. to what it is today. Iron Man, 126 minutes. Two, two hours. Two hours, six minutes. minutes. But that's that's all I have to say about that. I'm good with that. You got uh, anything else? Do I have anything else? I want to double back and go back to Doom Patrol. If you're not watching the show, go watch the show. I mean, Joe's right. Anything that uh, DC Universe has put out, as I, as I can only speak to live action shows yeah. and the new stuff that they put out, it is a great show. The, they break the fourth wall and they do it in a very creative way and they do it in a way that makes sense and it's... It's very well done. I believe at this point in time there might be four or five episodes out. There's and... four episodes. I'm about three and a half in. Yeah, it's about four. And every single one of the episodes builds upon the other, so it's not like very uh, formulaic. It's mm-hmm. it's actually like almost like one long story, which is very cool. I love that style of television. Uh, you know, good guy gets bad guy, bad guy you know, does this, and at the end, everyone's happy, you know, your your regular TV stuff, it's not that at all, it's well done, the acting is good, it is not for your children, do not put it out there for your children, this is very much an adult television show. Um, That's what I like about it too, they finally made a show for adults, based on what we grew up with as kids, and grew with us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now... One thing that I'm very curious to see what's going to happen as DC pushes forward is how are they going to write that dividing line? I don't think they're going to. I. So you, I mean, you're not a parent. I'm a parent. Of yeah. a, I'm a parent of a 16-year-old, so it doesn't affect me. I mean, I sent my kid a text message yesterday, and I got back, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But, you know, my kid's 16 going on 17. You know, but for some parents out there, got to remember the age now, yeah. Have my child sit there, don't move, and it's right in front of the TV. I'm going to put something oh, on for the you to watch. The TV becoming a babysitter. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got an eight-year-old watching some dude bang a chick on a TV, and every other word out of their mouth is, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a rating system? You know, I, I've never actually checked. Do they have a rating system? I think it's TVMA. Well, but does it show that when you're looking through the things on the DC Universe app? I mean, I never looked because it doesn't, I don't need to. 
No, I, and I don't either, but I mean, it's it's a very, very good question. Because, I mean, what they could do is put a four-kids section in just like Netflix does, and boom, these are all the kids' shows, and here's the full app for adults. Honestly, that's the way they should do it. I'm not going to tell them how to do whatever it is they're doing. I like what they're doing. I like the show. You're right, it's not for kids. But since you bought it up, and since we do have a little bit more time here... It says nothing. I didn't think so. It literally <laughs> does not say anything of, like... This is not for children, doesn't say TVMA, there is nothing anywhere that says anything. All it says is Doom Patrol, the DC Universe original. Now, if this bites them in the ass and they fuck these shows up because some parent goes ape shit that their kid watched Robot Man bang, bang a chick, I'm going to lose my shit because they did it with the Batman Damned comic. The Batman Damned comic came out, it was for mature audiences only, it was an adult comic, and in the first issue you have a bat penis. You see Batman's donger. And parents was it a, was it went a prosthetic? Was it, was, was it a bat device? <laughs> no, it wasn't a bat device. Are you sure it wasn't it a wasn't, bat device? It wasn't on his, Alfred didn't make it? His bat dildo wasn't on his <laughs> utility belt. Um, but he, he... Parents went apeshit. They recalled the issue. Did you get And one? re-released it. I did not. My, that's, I why, did see, not. that's why you're pissed. If you owned an issue of it, you wouldn't be half as mad. I do own an issue of it. I just own the reprint where it's not in there. Um, so but, you have the issue with the bat... I do not have the issue with the bat donger. I have the re-release where they took that out. See, now this is why you're mad. I'm not mad. This is why we're coming to the whole... That's not why I'm mad, because I wanted them to continue it, and I would have actually read that story if they continued it on a mature level. While it... I I, I do read it. I have read it. While it's still a maturity level in dialogue and and, um, storyline, it's not exactly... It doesn't break that, like, real-life thing, because you can't now talk about sex or, or the human anatomy in this book in a sexual nature. It, it's just not going to happen now. And they had ideas to, to release a Superman comic like this, and I think a, a, a Catwoman one. I don't remember the ones they were going to do. But now that all got recalled and they're redoing them and whatnot, it's bullshit. So if this bites them in the ass on the DC Universe app and they pull back these shows to be more kid-friendly, I'm going to have to bounce I, I, out. I honestly don't think they're going to do it. And just on a side note, this is slated for 15 episodes. Yeah. Which that, is, which, that's actually pretty cool. But that's, so was Titans. Titans is actually, there was one episode of Titans that didn't air. There's one really? episode that didn't air. It was supposed to be 13. They only released 12. And the 13th episode is now going to be the first episode of season two. Uh, because of Superboy. Um, I don't know. I I'll don't know what, what that... That, that, that obviously I don't know what that episode had. So we we love this show. I mean, so far, like, from what we're saying here out of the small that we've watched. I do have one issue with this show that I want to get into. We now will get to that. Up. Rotten Tomatoes rated the certified fresh at 94% approval. That's when fucking does awesome. fucking Rotten Tomatoes r- anything above 60%? <laughs> 7, 7.84 out of 10. IGN rated it 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. Well, I give Metacritic it gave it a. There you go. Metacritic, 69 out of 100. Nobody likes Metacritic. Indicating generally favorable reviews. What's your, what's your issue with this? And I know, I think this is something you like that I absolutely hate. The fourth wall break. I don't like it. I like it. I can't stand it. You want to know why I like it? Because the person who is narrating the fourth wall... Alan Tudyk? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. Is the actual villain. Yeah. That's why I like it. He's narrating it. Meanwhile, he's sitting there fucking shit up. And being a general pain in the ass. I don't like it because it takes me out of the show a little bit. Honestly, I don't get that. 
I do. I, I found it funny. Don't get me wrong. Like the little fourth wall break of him going like, yeah, the critics are going to hate this show and, and the stuff he this says. This is just a cess pile of shit. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's, I, that's it's cool. funny. Yeah. But it takes you out of like the show. Like, I can't get into... It took me out of like the whole fantasy thing of this show. No. Yeah. I don't think it had any... I don't think it did enough to remove any kind of visual story it didn't break the story for me or anything of that nature because they, they're using it this again goes to the quality of the writing that they have put forward for this show that it's being used at very poignant proper places of time it's not just Say that here's the fourth that. world here's the fourth wall and we're just gonna fucking throw it in your face every chance we can get no and that's why I think I like episode three as much as I do. Because there, there's none of that yet. I'm only halfway through. But you got to remember, episodes one and two were, were very like much character yeah. development. And you're learning about Robot Man. And you're learning and, about Crazy Jane. And you're learning all about Bandage Man. And that's kind of what the narrator's talking about. Right. And I get that. And I, like I said, I didn't like it. I did, in the beginning, I didn't know how I felt about it. And now that the show is continuing, I didn't care much for it. Yes, I found it funny. Yes, I, I just don't think it had a place. I, I found it funny. I, I liked it to that extent, but I just don't think they should continue with it. And if it's few and far between from here on, and maybe, who knows, maybe at the end I'll end up liking it. Because have you ever seen the movie Fallen with, um, what the hell is that guy's name? Um, the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. Maybe. So it, it's a movie, and there's a, the, the villain is the narrator right in the beginning, and the first line of the movie is, let me tell you about the time I almost died. And you're watching this whole movie where this, this demon inhabits people's body, and, and, and Denzel Washington's a cop, and he realizes what's going on, tries to stop the demon, and the only way to beat this demon is to make sure that it has nobody to go into when you kill or, or get it out of the host it's in. So he takes this thing to the middle of the woods, into a remote location, Denzel's waiting for him to show up to have this final showdown and smoking a cigarette and the little demon whatever body he's in shows up Denzel kills him and it inhabits Denzel's body and what he doesn't tell you is he smoked a cigarette laced with like cyanide or something so he essentially killed himself knowing what was going to happen the demon thing leaves his body as he dies and ends up in a cat hence the time he almost died. That narration in the beginning to how it ends like that is fucking brilliant. And I think that's how this is going to roll. That's what I'm saying. By the end of it, I might like it. But right now, I'm not, I'm not there. By the way, if you haven't seen Fallen, fucking excellent movie. Sorry, I ruined the ending for you. <laughs> no, but point, it is, no point in watching it now. It also came out in like 1994, so if you haven't watched it yet, you're probably not going to. Never know. It's Denzel Washington. It's, it's, a, it's probably my favorite movie he's ever done. Because he's done a lot of movies that are slow-moving that I'm like, eh, whatever. You can tell that I have a very closed mind, I guess, when it comes to watching movies. Yeah, you watch a very specific subset. Specific subset, but I, I... Like, there's a lot of movies, like... I'm surprised being someone who enjoys, like, certain type of comedies, like Adam Sandler movies... Yeah. Why you would never have latched on to like a Robin Williams? I like and maybe it's just that's that generation generational gap between you and I, because when I grew up, I mean Robin Williams, Robin Williams was Mork and Mindy. Dude, Mork and Mindy's a great show, but this is where that generation gap you speak of 
Like, I loved I Love Lucy. I loved Mork and Mindy. I loved all those old school shows. Uh, Adam's Family, Munsters. I could go on about 70s sitcoms that are just amazing. Three's Company. Yeah, but I'm talking just the movies that, uh, that Robin Williams went on and did, and you saw this overall arching so, everything from the, I'm the comedian doing a movie to all of a sudden he does a movie like Patch Adams where you're just like, great movie. Like, that movie's good. I've seen that one. I've seen a lot of Robin Williams movies. I just didn't see... How did Good you not see Good Morning Vietnam? It's like one of the most iconic I, movies in his entire career. Yeah, I know. My parents had it on VHS as a kid. I still never saw it. How? How? I just... It didn't interest me. I, I, again, it, war movies and me don't go well together. I don't But like, it wasn't like a, a war What's the name movie? of the movie? What's the name of the movie? I, I, I get it. Good so, Morning Vietnam. I, as, I as a kid... Or in, who never watched it, that's what I'm thinking it's about. It's a war movie where, where he's some kind of, like, war broadcaster or something. I don't know the premise of the movie. He, he's... Is that what it is? Look he gets that. drafted and he has to go to the war and he ends up getting into the press corps because it's all he's really pretty much good at. And he sits there and starts uncovering that, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. And he was the voice of Good Morning Vietnam. So when all these guys on the Army radio would wake up in the morning, because all they had for entertainment of any kind was army radio, he was the disc jockey. And they'd say, here's your news for the day, and he'd sit here and be like, this is horseshit. Yeah. And as the movie goes on, it's like him fighting and bucking and going against the system, until at one point they put him out and... They shoot his ass? No. Oh. I mean, Aladdin? Uh, of course I've seen Aladdin. Uh, Hamlet? Oh, he was in Hamlet? Ah, he was Osric. Who was the, who? Who played the lead role in Hamlet? Because maybe I saw a different Hamlet. I mean that that movie was that was done a million 1996. times. Hamlet. Oh, maybe that's Macbeth. I'm thinking of. Anyway, Kenneth Branagh. I'm pretty sure I saw it. I I, I love Derek all this. Jacoby. Again, we're talking about movies that I like. I love the Shakespearean movies. I love the old school movies. That's like when people are like, did you see this movie and it came out in the past 10 years? No, probably not. Do you ever see Insomnia? No. <sighs> Maybe. Robin Williams plays Walter Finch, a fucking psycho. Yeah, this movie is like one of... My ex and I literally lost sleep for days. It fucked us up so bad. I watch that. That sounds good. He, the whole entire movie totally takes a turn and like it literally mind fucked us. It was like <laughs> one of those suspense movies that just sits there and like resonates with you for a minute. Ooh, that was a crazy, crazy movie. Well, now that we got completely sidetracked talking about movies and shit like that. It happens. <laughs> you Anything? said this is how you roll, bro. It is. This is what you get for waking me up at 3.30 in the morning. Well... Now I can let you go back to bed unless you have anything else to add to any of the Doom Patrol, Arrowverse, Brie Larson stuff. Doom Patrol, go and watch it. You'll love it. I, I can't really say anything negative about it. I don't agree with Joe on the fourth. Joe with uh, don't agree with Joe on the fourth wall. Arrowverse, keep drinking your coffee. You'll get it out. Arrowverse, it's it, they're all campy. You know, it's run its course. I think it's done. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's not per se done. They need new shows. They need to do something different. Well, they're bringing a new show next year. You're going to have Batgirl. Batwoman. Batwoman. Two different characters. Yeah, same difference. No, it's not. Whatever. One is Barbara Gordon, the other is Kate Kane. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Batgirl. Batwoman. Batwoman. I would love to see a Batgirl show. That'd be great, but it's not her. You know, Arrow's going to 
run, what, 10 episodes, and they're going to wrap it up, which means it's going to end on... Yeah, crisis hey, but you already saw this coming if you watched the last crossover. Yeah. He made a deal. He that... made a deal with whoever the god yeah. is that he something needs to be given up. and So you, you already know that this was in play for at least six months. Yeah. But I think it's... They're definitely leading up to, to him leaving. The question is, is somebody going to take over the the Arrow mantle and continue the show, or is it done-done? And from the news we got this week, it looks like it's done-done. They're doing ten episodes, and they're piecing out. Whether we get a Red Arrow show, or a, 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 a Cisco show, or you know, one of these characters spins off to create its own show, I don't think it'll hold water. If, I mean, who else could you spin off that could actually hold water as a, in that Young Justice League? Not, they can't do Titans, obviously, because they already did that on their own paid service. What show, what character in the DC Universe would be able to take that mantle from the Green Arrow and carry it through? Is Batwoman a strong enough character to take over the mantle of the dark side of DC television? Maybe. I mean, she... The, the weird thing with, with Batwoman, uh, comic-wise, is there's a lot of supernatural stuff in there. She fights werewolves in one comic. There's vampires. It's, there's a lot of supernatural shit to Batwoman. There is uh, also some news that um, CW is contemplating bringing Constantine back as its own standalone show. That would be dope. Um, out of all the Legends of Tomorrow, he's the only one I really like. Uh, Sarah Lance is probably the only one I give a shit about. She's Captain Ara- Cold she's was my favorite. She, he's gone. He was on, uh, and that really kind of uh, they need to get castrated Heatwave. Yeah, they need to get rid of Legends and bring Constantine back on his own show. That's fine. I'm I don't fine think with that. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think, I think so either. I but... think Legends is like here's our super feel good eight o'clock on a Wednesday. See. Turn on, turn on the babysitter. Yeah, I, it's it's good. I mean, I guess I don't like it. Legends, I don't like that show. I don't like the guy. I don't know if it's the character or the guy. I really don't know. But the guy who plays Adam, <laughs> the Adam, go again. Ray Palmer. I can't. I I hated him when he was on Arrow. I I don't like him on Legends, and I just stopped. I couldn't take it anymore. And Nora West Allen's become the same thing in Flash for me, so she needs to go you know, before I dip I heard, out. I heard, I heard they're going to get married. Who? Nora West Allen and, and Ray Palmer? Adam, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Especially since she's like, he's dead by the time she's old enough to get married. Yeah, the very interesting thing is, going back to Arrowverse, is so we ended all the flashbacks. Now we're doing flash forward. Right? Yeah, that's annoying. So, so we're doing all these flashbacks. I see. I enjoyed the flashbacks because that's where that's how they handled the backstory. See, I like the flashbacks. I don't like this future thing. But I'm very curious on where they're going to take this because it has a short life now. Because now we know what we're at episode 15, maybe or 14. So we have eight episodes left. 18 episodes left in the entire show. Yeah. Done. So, we already know. Whatever the season finale is going to be of this is probably going to be a cliffhanger, which is going to just bleed into the next ten episodes. Yeah, it's and not going to be some crazy ass I, cliffhanger that you're going to be left with some big bad for next season that they're I, going to all of a sudden really quickly tie up and nestle into a bow and call it a day. What I think they're going to do is they're going to cliffhanger it with the Infinite Earths beginning, 
And Arrow's going to try to do it all on his own for the first eight episodes or nine episodes before the crossover, then be like, fuck, I need help. And you're going to bring in Supergirl and everybody else. Because honestly, if you're going to end it, give him the chance to try and stop it from happening, and ultimately he can't. That's the way I would do it. Ultimately, he has to be a sacrifice, and he spent the entire season trying not to be, to try and No, I think he's already resided himself to the fact that he's on borrowed time. He did. His team, Nobody knows. Yeah, that's what they find out. There's your cliffhanger. Now the whole season is them trying to protect Arrow and to stop this from happening. And Arrow's like, you can't, you can't. So so it's going to be Flash and Arrow. But it's going to be darker. Oh. Stop. That's not gonna oh. happen. So I'm who, done. So who's gonna be the campy excess in Arrow next season? Felicity. I see her going. Oh, you can't die, Oliver. I love you, but we gotta break up because you're gonna die, and I have a kid on the way. Like stop. Oh, and the chick that plays her kid in the future, yeah, is from another show which is on Freeform called Shadowhunters. No, she saw is that the either. lead actress. Speaking that Cloak and Dagger come back soon, too. I know. And so does Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, so many shows. Again, for another time and place, we could probably go on all day, and I'm sure you got things to do this morning now that the coffee shop is open again. Yeah, I mean, you got me up at 2.30. <laughs> that time keeps changing, buddy. <laughs> it keeps getting earlier and earlier and earlier. You want to promote anything? Uh, you can see me Tuesday and Thursdays, uh, 8 to 10 p.m., uh, ironicmedia.com, facebook.com, Periscope, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube. I am the producer, the co-host of the 8-Bit Bros. You can go to 8bitbros.us. We have plenty of content to go consume. Uh, We run articles. We do all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Outside of that, you can find me on Twitter at Renderman, R-E-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. Tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me how I'm right can just come kiss my ass. I'm good with that, too. Outside of that, no, I'm good, bro. All right. Well, remember to always uh, check out your local comic stores, and if you're in the Matawan, New Jersey area, hit up the Geekery for all your comic needs. Uh, Located at 133A Main Street, Matawan, New Jersey. Check them out on Facebook at the Geekery NJ. Twitter, same thing. Same on Instagram. Uh, And, of course, always, always follow, subscribe, and review Nerdcaster at nerdcaster.com. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Whatever podcast directory your heart desires, we're pretty much on all of them, including Spotify. That being said, I don't think I got anything else. Nerdcaster out. <laughs>